I wonder at some level, and I put certainly throw myself into this group, if we in the press and the media are somewhat responsible for his really meteoric rise. How did this happen? And our fixation on putting him on television, and I remember in the earlier debates there would be a split screen, <laughs> and it would be the other people, the other the other candidates, and then the other half of the screen was Donald Trump. Right. Ariana, how much do you think we need to hold ourselves responsible for what's happening? Well, there's no question uh, that because of ratings, because like a train wreck, you know, he was good for ratings, um, he got an enormous amount of exposure disproportionate to any other candidate. Uh, that's why I must say I'm very proud of our coverage. We Tell covered us. him in entertainment section as a buffoon for the longest of times. And then the day he proposed to ban 1.6 million Muslims from this country, we started covering him as a clear and present danger with an editor's note appended to every Trump story that says we would like to remind our readers that Donald Trump is a birther. People are forgetting that he still believes the insanity that Obama wasn't born here, um, that he is regularly inciting violence in his rallies, um, that he wants to ban all Muslims, that he's a um, racist, xenophobe, sexist. And we want to remind our readers it's our responsibility because he's a little bit like King Jong-un. He's both a buffoon and he's dangerous. Besides that, how do you really feel? <laughs> <laughs> So, Ariana's but, you know, sleep deprivation is not a Donald Trump problem alone. Uh, no, Ted, I'm sure Ted, they all yeah, have it on the Ted campaign Cruz, trail. Ted Cruz sent an email, a fundraising email, a few days ago, in which he was basically bragging about the fact that he's sacrificing his sleep and health uh, for the campaign. And I thought to myself, why would I want a sick, sleep-deprived leader? That's not the person who's going to make the best decisions. In the book, I quote F F FDR in 1940 when there was all this pressure on him to enter the war and the American public did not want to enter the war. What he did, because he didn't know how to reconcile the two, is he took 10 days off and got on a naval ship and went around the Caribbean and Eleanor was sending him letters saying, I'm so happy to think of you sleeping and refueling. He was sleeping and refueling. We need leaders to sleep and refuel and tap into their wisdom. And from that place, he came up with a political masterpiece, which was the land lease program that allowed America to enter the war with the support of the American public. Where is that leadership? Where is that wisdom? Right now, we think that by being up at all hours and running around like a chicken with its head cut off, we are actually serving the public. We are not. And I think this is going to change. You know how now everything has changed about smoking? Just think mm -hmm. of it. There used to be a time when political leaders were smoking in public. Now, even if a political leader smokes, you are never going to see a picture of them smoking in public. He says, I predict, are you going to hold me to it, guys, that very soon... No political leader will be bragging about being sleep deprived because for the public interest, this is worse than smoking. You can maybe make okay decisions while you are smoking, you are damaging your health, but you are damaging the public health and the public interest when you are making decisions when you are exhausted. So everybody mark those words. Mark those words.